Welcome to the Next Generation Podcast, where we help business owners connect to their profits and earn their freedom. Join us as we discuss ways you can grow your small business, build your wealth, and help others along the way. Here's your host, Dan Cotton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today's subject is, is it time to fire? Let's get right down to it. We are talking about the concept of when you have an employee and it is time to let them go. As an employer, you get the fun job of hiring people and the not so fun job of firing people. And if you're like me and you actually don't really love conflict, you like to avoid firing people if you can. You want to find a way to make it work, to figure out how to keep this person on your staff. And a lot of the time it's because you see the best in them, you believe in them, you hired them for a reason and you want them to do that job. Sometimes and more often what I seem to see from our clients is that They don't feel they can fire the employee because of a couple different reasons. The first is they think that they're going to lose clients if they let this person go. That's the number one most common thing brought up. If I fire this person, everyone's going to quit. Everyone's going to leave. We're not going to have any clients. The number two reason is if I let them go, I don't have anyone to work their hours. I'll be overworked. I don't have another staff member to fill that void. And number three is I'm not sure if what I want to fire them for is a valid reason. I'm not sure that I I can terminate them. And so I want to break each one of those things down and talk about some of the overcome some of those barriers, right? If you're in that position where you're wondering, should I fire, then you need to answer some really critical questions. Number one, let's break down the is what they've done enough of a reason to let this person go? Well, the first thing you need to know is you do need to know what your local state laws are in regard to employment. And most uh, most states, like our state, is not a uh, right-to-work state, meaning all employees, if less unless specified otherwise, are what are called at-will employees, meaning I as an employer can let them go at any time for any reason. I don't need to have any cause. I can just simply say, you know what? You don't work here anymore. Now, obviously, most employers and most entrepreneurs want to avoid doing that because that's kind of a crummy way to do business for people. Like our business, when COVID hit and we were closed, We did everything we could to not lay anyone off. We didn't let anyone go. We paid everyone their their salary or what they made hourly throughout the pandemic. And we tried to find ways for them to work and, and keep them working and keep them getting that steady paycheck because just like we feel our employees owe us something, we also feel we owe our employees something. They've committed to working for us, so we're committed to being profitable so we can continue to provide them with a job and continue to provide them with a salary and pay them well. So you have to figure out, are you a, 
are you an at-will state? So make sure you research that first, because if you're not an at-will state, then there may actually be some legal requirements that you need to satisfy in order to fire someone, in order to actually terminate them. Now, most of the time, what that requires is documentation. You have to have policies and or procedures in place. It's ideal to have um, the that employee handbook with those policies written uh, and clearly communicated and signed by your employee. And even if you're an at-will state, that we have that. All of our employees agree to their handbook. They, they sign that they've uh, been trained on it. We train on it every year. So they're confirming that they understand those policies. And we do this so if and when we're in that position, we just have more ammunition for why we terminated someone. And it, for us in our state, uh, it is a question that is asked when, if and when they fire for uh, unemployment compensation, we report that they were terminated for cause for a violation of policy. Uh, and then they may ask to see that documentation because that can impact whether or not they get unemployment benefits because they're unemployed because of their choices, not because they were just laid off from work, which is what those benefits are really meant for. So number one is figure out your state and local laws on termination and how that all works. All right. Number two, the thing that gets brought up is uh, I can't I can't afford to fire them because uh, I don't have another staff member uh, who I who can work those hours. I will be it will fall to me to cover those times. And I have two things to say to that. One, you're the business owner, so at the end of the day, everything falls to you. Uh, everything kind of is going to ultimately fall back to you. If, if things change and you aren't set up in a manner where you have employees who can cover down, uh, then that may mean you have to pick up those shifts or those classes or whatever it was that that person was teaching until you can get another person in that spot. So that's number one is it, it does kind of fall to you. But my counter to that is you need to consider what it is that's going on that makes it so you want to terminate this person. And the most common thing I hear from owners is they're just a bad employee or they're mean to me all the time. They're always arguing and they don't follow the rules and they're showing up late or they're missing shifts or, or any variety of reasons that are borderline crazy that we kind of put up with as small business owners. Um, and those are all things that we go, well, you know, I can understand. We, we always make excuses for people, especially when we're in that dire strait of feeling like if they're gone, then we're going to have to take up a bunch of work. We kind of will uh, argue it out for people. And what I would tell you is that is all just conflict avoidance and fear. And you're making that decision based off of fear and not based off of the reality. And the reality is, is that this employee, if they're making you think about terminating them because of all those issues, the most likely thing is they're making your life miserable. And what I hear from a lot of owners is that they don't like going to their own business because this employee is so awful to them. And I've been there, you guys, like I spent an entire year at my gym because of a variety of circumstances where I literally dreaded going to the gym every day because I was going to have some employee who was mad at me about some decision I made and they were going to be passive aggressive 
or I was going to have some client who was mad because an employee didn't show up for private lessons that they were supposed to have shown up for. And this was at a time where I wasn't running my business the way I do now, where I was following the industry standard and I was allowing uh, employees to book their own private lessons and get paid and just pay me a small rental fee. Well, then they don't show up for their private lesson. And yeah, they're mad at the staff member, but who does it fall to to make that right? me as the business owner, because they don't make that correlation between I'm doing private lessons with this coach. It's I'm doing private lessons at Oregon Dream Teams with this coach. And so at the end of the day, I have to satisfy that issue too. So they're making your life miserable. And the question that you have to ask yourself and the question that I pose to uh, clients when they talk to me about this is, would you rather be so stressed out because you're so busy and you're having to cover shifts and you need to fire and find another employee, a good employee, or would you rather be so stressed out that shifts are covered, but every day you're going to the gym, it's miserable. And for me, I would much rather be stressed out because I'm overworked than stressed out because I'm miserable and I feel unappreciated uh, or uh, I'm always having to be reactive to an employee not doing their job correctly. You know, those are things that I would rather not have to take care of. I would rather take on more responsibility and be a little bit overworked than have to deal with the other side of it. And I can tell you from a a mental health perspective, most people are happier being tired and overworked than they are feeling like they're being treated horribly. And I, that's how I am personally. Um, so I would just, I would factor that in, right? Like is if you're just making the decision because of a schedule, then think about that. And then if you have other employees, what I have found remarkable is the very first time that year that I was talking about that was really, really miserable. That was the first time that I really, that I, I ended up firing an employee who was kind of an integral employee. I had let other people go, um, but they were, you know, they maybe worked 10 hours. They were a very low commitment employee and losing them really wasn't a major sticking point for any sort of like scheduling purpose. But this employee, this that I fired in that year, they were they were a salaried employee and they taught about 12 hours of classes in a given week uh, on top of doing coaching teams and other things that they did. And I had more than enough cause to terminate this person 10 times over. So this this year it was going on and on and on and i i was making these same excuses and what we found was is when we terminated this employee uh, a number of things happened one which was the coolest is because we had other employees is those other employees they stepped up a lot of them said hey i will cover down and take on that responsibility and maybe it was only adding an extra two hours to their schedule but if three employees step up and add two hours to their schedule, then now half of those hours I was worried about getting covered of those 12 are covered by another employee. So I'm not having to take on all 12 of those hours. So oftentimes your employees are going to be willing, the ones that stay are going to be willing to step up and, 
and do the job and take on more responsibility. In fact, a lot of times they're waiting in the wings. I've found that when you let people go, a lot of times if your vibe on your staff is down, not always, but many times it's down because of that person. Uh, whether or not that person is being negative in the gym or in your business, uh, they're talking badly about ownership, which generally if you're having those kind of programs, they are doing that because um, they're showing a lack of respect for you. Um, or maybe they just don't follow any of the rules, which shows a lack of respect. And you have employees on one hand going, I, I follow all the rules and that person doesn't and they don't get in any trouble. And so when you finally hold someone accountable and there's consequences, staff, your other staff goes, thank you. Finally, I've been saying this all along. I'm so glad to see that they've stepped up and they're holding them accountable and and they're getting a consequence, right? They're getting let go because of all this stuff. Now, it's easy as the employee to be like, I would have fired them forever ago. It's much harder as the business owner, but it's such an important factor to remember that you're going to be okay. And oftentimes staff will cover down and they will be more motivated because they want to help and they're almost reinvigorated by seeing you making changes that most of the time the rest of your staff sees need to be made. Now, the the first one I mentioned was clients leaving. And I think that's a, there's actually a two part to that. It's there's a fear of clients leaving or there's a fear of uh, other staff, like their friends leaving. And those are both valid concerns. And they're things that you need to assess. They're things that you need to look at and really go, okay, what is the probability that I lose a number of clients? Now, if this person is as bad of an employee that you're thinking about firing them, it's likely that you have a number of clients that aren't super enthused with them. Um, and maybe not, maybe they are the perfect face out uh, to the to the customers and they're miserable behind the scenes. That's possible. Here's the my experience and my recommendation. Most of the time that fear is uh, overblown. You feel like that person leaving is going to cause a mass exodus. And I've I've seen it happen a couple of times, but it is fairly rare. Um, it is fairly rare that a mass exodus of people leave because a coach is let go. And I can tell you, I've fired a number of coaches or let a number of coaches go. Or when I say let go, they've, uh, you know, they've maybe haven't been terminated from their employment, but that they were taken off of coaching a team or coaching a set of classes or their hours were reduced and they chose to quit. And uh, in all of those circumstances, I think we've lost maybe four or five clients total over the years uh, in relation to that thing happening. People who are like, they're gone, I'm out. Um, and that's probably an exaggeration. It's probably less than five, to be fair. It just doesn't happen that much. And if it is happening and that is really your concern and and you're really convinced that that is going to be the case, then my counter to that is then you have a significant brand problem because people should be coming to your gym, coming to your business for your brand. And yes, your staff should be a part of your brand and they should be a part of, they should be, uh, 
the accoutrement to go with that brand, but they shouldn't be it. If people are only coming to your business because of that one employee, then they're not coming to your business because they appreciate what you guys deliver. They're coming to your business because of that staff member specifically. And that is in the long term, so hugely problematic because even if you don't fire this person, what are you going to do if they quit? Because you're going to have the same result if this person gets another job offer or they just decide they don't want to do it anymore. So those are all things that you're going to have to factor in is, is do you have a brand identity problem? And if you do, then before you terminate this person or before you make those changes, then you need to work really hard to change that and to make more of your staff be a part of visible, visible part of your brand and make your brand about your gym or about your product and what you do. You know, I don't buy most of my products because of this one specific person. Now they may be a, a big part of it, um, but that's not the only reason I'm, I'm buying that product. Um, you know, you, you may have a, tw- a trainer at your fitness center that you really, really like, but you most likely didn't join that box gym fitness center even knowing that trainer was there. They were just, they worked at Crunch Fitness or 24-Hour Fitness or whatever it is that we're talking about. So it's not just about that one person. So if you're really worried about losing a large client base, number one, the first thing I would say is, in my opinion, most of the time, those concerns are vastly overblown. Uh, And then the secondary is, you need to look at your brand identity and you need to determine whether or not you have a brand problem because if if those those concerns aren't overblown then ultimately you have a brand problem people are coming for that employee and not your brand now on the staff side of things and thinking about staff potentially leaving uh that's scary uh especially okay i'm going to lose this employee now their three best friends are going to quit uh it can happen and most likely they're all doing you a favor. If those people are only working at your business because their best friend works there, and if their best friend leaves, they're all going with them, then the reality is is they're probably not being the best employees for you. Uh, They are probably not invested in your business and your brand as a whole, Um, and it's probably time for them to go anyways. Now, that may be a harder pill to swallow, But a lot of people, if they're really working at your business and they make any sort of a decent income, uh, that's going to be a deterrent to just up and quitting their job. Uh, Now, I know we're in a kind of a different era right now where lots of people have quit great jobs. Um, You know, I think we they called it the the mass quitting or the national quitting um, where a lot of people just quit jobs. But people who are in them most of the time are hesitant to let them go. Um, So I wouldn't let that be the determining factor. Now, it may impact your messaging after you let this person go. You may want to have meetings with those employees. If you really value them and you're just concerned because they're friends, then when you terminate that person, sit down with those employees one-on-one and say, hey, I need to let you know that employee X is not going to be working here anymore. Uh, they have been, their employment has been terminated. Uh, and I just want to sit down and talk to you and, 
and let you know how much I appreciate you as a employee and how hard you work. And I recognize that. And I think you're ready for some more hours and some more responsibility. And is that something you're interested in and kind of use it as a positive for them and see how they respond. Uh, oftentimes they're going to take that and run with it. They're going to take those hours. They're going to take that additional responsibility. They're going to take those compliments and you can say, look, ask me questions. I'll answer what I can, but due to employment law, there are only so many things I can really answer about, uh, that circumstance. So I don't want to talk too much about them, but they are not going to work here anymore. And I wish them the best, but I, I want you to stay here because I really value you as an employee and and let that conversation go and see if you can hold on to that employee if you really value them that much. So those are kind of the three main things to factor in in determining whether or not you let someone go. Now, at the end of all of this, in my opinion, just where we started with the conversation, a lot of the times the answer is, yeah, it's time to let them go. Now, there would be one other thing I would factor into this to consider and what it's really the consideration to make before you determine if firing is the right step. And it's kind of, I guess, question four, which is, is this person redeemable? Have they shown an ability to change? Or maybe this is a behavior change where the first year they were an amazing employee and now they've become not so good of one. And you need to do a internal look and realize that that whole extreme ownership, there's no bad lead, there's no bad followers, there's only bad leaders or no bad teams, there's only bad leaders. Um, and say, what what is it that I can do differently to help this employee? And if you look at that and you go, I've made some missteps, I haven't trained them the right way, or I haven't held them accountable, right? What the last thing you wanna do is pull someone into your office and say, you're fired, and then go, what? I didn't know anything was wrong. And then you pull out that list and you're like, well, you were late on this day and you didn't wear your staff clothes on this day and you no show to this and you didn't do this, but yet you never talked to them about it. You never wrote them up. You never told them it wasn't acceptable because you never gave them a chance to fix it. So you do have to decide, is this person redeemable? Now, it may be that they're not, and there are absolutely times that they're not. I will tell you, I probably give people too many second chances or too many chances to kind of make it better because, again, I want to believe in them. And and most of the time, it's because I, generally speaking, like my employees. Uh, and so I'm hesitant to terminate them. I, I really want to find a way to make it work. So you have to answer that question. Is this someone that I can remedy things with? Can I teach them? Can I train them? Can I get them to a point where they can be a great employee? If you can, great, do it. Put them on, put them on a performance plan. Sit down and say, these are the things that I need to see moving forward. You need to do X, Y, Z, all of these things. And if you do A, B, or C, you're done. No discussion, no negotiations. If you do these things, you're going to be fired on the spot and have them sign it and have it say in there, you know, talk to them and say, look, if you don't think this is reasonable for you, like I want you to do some real soul searching. And if this isn't reasonable for you, then maybe you should just quit. I would, I would say these are going to be my expectations. So you're either going to adhere to them or you're going to not work here anymore. And if you don't think you can do that, then let's part ways as friends right now. Let's say it didn't work out. And let's go our separate ways. 
And that might be the easiest way to handle the situation. And that's typically speaking how I like to handle all of my forthcoming separations with employees. I'd like it to be kind of a mutual like, hey, we agree this isn't working out and you're not going to get there. Now, sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes they're, they say, I didn't, haven't done any of those things and I'm good. It's not going to be a problem. We're good to go. And then they turn around the next day, they do the same thing wrong. So you have to end up firing them. But if you feel it's redeemable, document it, make a performance plan with specific expectations and an agreement, and then move forward. Now, if you make the determination that you're going to fire someone, you need to have a system in place for how firing works. And if you don't, you're going to be reactive. Obviously, at NextGen, we're really big into systems. We believe that systemizing things gives you freedom. And we have systems uh, for our members in regard to firing, uh, templates that you can use to build your own system and, and modify it. But some of the key benchmarks you need to have in your system are one, notification. Two, understanding your state law and making sure they get their final check. Three, a checklist of items you need to get back, keys, clothes, uh, material, um, whether you have proprietary information, things like that. Um, and then passwords, uh, and other like social media, online platforms, things that you need to close down. And you want to have a process for how you execute all of that, whether you do it before the meeting or after the meeting, uh, whether it's a one click, whether you're the one doing it, or maybe you have a social media manager that needs to lock them out of things. What is it that you need to do to make sure that after they're terminated, that all those boxes have been checked and you don't, you know, see them posting on your gym's Instagram or, um, coming into the gym when they're not supposed to be because they still have a key and they've been terminated, you know, those kind of things. And then you need to have a system for how you're going to notify your clientele. Uh, because if you are an after school activity where people are used to working with a specific coach, uh, like cheer, like gymnastics and dance and those things, you're going to need to let people know that the coach is not there. And my recommendation is just a super simple message. Coach X uh, will not be continuing uh, at our gym. Uh, we wish them well in the future and are so thankful for the time that they've contributed to our family. Moving forward, we're super excited for Coach so-and-so to be taking over this class and this class and Coach so-and-so to be doing this and this and this. And then you focus on all the positive and the new things that are coming and you answer those questions moving forward of what who's going to coach them now and end it. That's it. If you have any questions, feel free to send them my direction. And that's it. And you keep it super simple, super sweet and to the point. And you'll be surprised that you're going to have amazing, like your heart's going to be fluttering when you hit send and you're going to be terrified. And every time you open your email or text messages for a couple of days, you're going to be worried about is someone asking, is someone have a problem? And in more likely than not, it's going to be a non-event. You'll have some people say, oh, that's sad. I'll miss them. They were great. Uh, and maybe a couple other emails here or there, but it'll probably be much, pr pretty much a nothing burger. That's what it's been for us in the past. So those are my suggestions. Those are my thoughts on if it 
Is it time to fire? And then if it is what you should do. You are in control of your business. As a business owner, you you own it. I know that sounds really dumb saying it out loud, but as a business owner, you own your business. You are in control. Your employees do not run the show. You can respect them. You can listen to their opinion. You can gather all that information and treat them respectfully. But at the end of the day, it's your business. It's your show and you get to make those decisions. Sometimes you're going to make decisions that make employees unhappy. You are going to make decisions that they don't like and that they don't agree with. That doesn't mean that they get to not follow them because again, it's your business. It's your direction. It You get to decide how it goes. They get to implement your vision. Now you can take, like I said, you can take their input and their input can be part of building your vision, but it is your gym. It's your business. It's your company. You decide how things work and don't be apologetic for having a vision and having a mission and having an expectation for how things go. And if your vision and expectation doesn't match with your employees, then they're welcome to go somewhere else. I've had employees who still to this day hate me because our visions didn't align and they either chose to quit or I let them go and they think I'm the dumbest person in the world. And that's okay. They're still not in my business and they aren't impacting me. Does it bother me? Yeah, I actually, I really like people to like me. And most of them, I actually still care about and I want them to be successful. But we didn't agree. And at the end of the day, it's my business. It's my decision. And well, my wife's too. But it's our decision on how we want our company to go and what we want it to look like and how we want our employees to conduct themselves. And it's our decision to make. Win, lose, or draw. We're we're the ones who bear that burden. As the business owner, you take all of the risk. If the business goes down in flames, it's you're the one left holding the financial bag. The employees, yes, they lose their job, but they don't have an investment beyond their time and they're compensated for their time in money. And as you know, as a business owner, you may have worked years without making much money because of the way you had to pay your employees, you had to pay your rent, you had to pay those things, and you didn't pay yourself in accordance with the value of work that you contributed We want to help you fix that. If you aren't paying yourself, please let us know. We can help you get there um, because you should be paying yourself commensurate to your worth uh, and it will make working in your business much more fun. But just know that it's your business. It's your decision. And don't be afraid to make the decision that is best for you and your business. And sometimes firing someone is the best decision for your business. It will change everything. Now, the last thing I'm going to say is after you fired someone, take some time and evaluate what went wrong. Find out where things went south. Was there a hole in your hiring process? Did you hire the wrong person or for the wrong reasons? I've been there. I've hired people for the wrong reasons. They had a really, they came from a really reputable program and had a cool resume, but I wasn't sure I'd vibe with them, but they were a great coach. They won things. So great. Wrong reasons for us, right? So maybe you hired them for the wrong reasons, or maybe you didn't train them correctly on the front end, or maybe you didn't supervise them correctly to set them up for success. 
right? Those are kind of the three main reasons why things go wrong. Because if they're just a bad employee, like they just were not the right fit, then there was a hole in your hiring process, in your interview and in your in your assessment through a period, or they're just a really good actor. Sometimes we get taken. That happens to us. Uh, it happens to everyone. Some people are really convincing and then they're a whole different person once they start work. But was there a hole in the hiring process? Was there a hole in the tr initial training process? Or was there a hole in the supervision and management? That's where things tend to go wrong for our employees and, and get to this point where we have to terminate and separate. And our goal in, ana in analyzing all of this is to prevent it in the future, to set yourself up for success so in the future you're not letting your employees go. All right. We've been together for a little bit of time. If you've made it to the end of this podcast, thank you so much. I appreciate your listenership. Hope, hopefully you got something out of this. Hopefully you're motivated. And I, I hope that you're not in a position where you have to fire someone. Even if you aren't, there's value in listening to this and thinking about what you can do to be better prepare or prevent getting to this position. I certainly hope you're not in this position and all your employees are amazing. But the reality of owning a business is we're all going to be there at some point in time. With that, thank you again so much for listening. We will catch you next week for another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits podcast. Take care and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Next Generation Connecting People and Profits podcast. If you love this content, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and head over to our website to sign up for our emails with tips and tricks on how to grow your business.